In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today in the Chaldean Church, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany, the feast where we celebrate the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus being baptized by John in the River Jordan. And why is this such a great feast in our church? Why do we recall this day and why do we celebrate it, right? And I think it's very important for all of us to understand that Jesus is establishing something here. He is establishing a, a new exodus. Right? And what does that mean? What does a new exodus mean? Well, if we recall the, the old exodus, right? The first exodus from the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, we know that the Israelites, they were enslaved by the Egyptians. They were dwelling in Egypt, and Pharaoh, the leader of the Egyptians, wanted to make use of them. He wanted to treat them as mere objects. He wanted to use them for slave labor, uh, to bring about whatever he wanted to do. And thus, there were many heavy burdens laid on them. Right? They, were, they were suffering greatly. They were, they were trapped. They weren't able to do what they wanted to do. Most importantly, they were unable to freely worship God. They were not able to worship God. And why is that so difficult? Well, imagine being, being a slave. Imagine being trapped in a situation where you're unable to do the very thing that you're made for which is to worship. So what does God do, right? He hears the groaning of the Israelites. He hears their pain. He feels their pain. So he sends Moses. And Moses, being a mediator, he goes to Pharaoh and speaks on behalf of Israel and tells them, we need to leave. We need to be able to go out to the wilderness and to freely worship our God. Right? And what does God promise for them? He promises them that when they escape from Egypt, they will enter into the promised land, a land that is flowing with milk and honey, a land filled with joy, a land that's going to give them their fulfillment, give them the ability to worship freely. So God uses Moses and his brother Aaron, and he does many mighty deeds. He sends the, the 10 plagues, and even as they're escaping, right, we know that God provided for them. God made their way easier, although it was a struggle escaping from Egypt. And he even set out a pillar of, of fire in the night so that they, had, they were able to see where they were going. So that's the first exodus, the escape from bodily enslavement to the Egyptians. But now in the scene of the baptism in the Gospel of Matthew, we see that Jesus is establishing a newer version of that event. Meaning there is a new slavery at hand. There is something even worse than being bodily enslaved. It's the slavery to sin. 
It's the slavery that's been holding back the Israelites, the people of God, for years and years and years. And now God is here, Jesus is here, the Savior, to bring them out of this misery, to bring them out of the slavery. And the way it's begun is through baptism. It's through the baptism of John the Baptist. Because what does baptism brings? It brings repentance. It brings forgiveness of our sins. It brings us into the family of God. It makes us his disciples. All of us in here are very special because of our baptism. Because we were all baptized, we were forgiven of our sins, and thus now we're part of a greater family, a greater community that lifts each other up in order to strive for holiness, to strive for greatness. And who becomes the primary example of baptism? It's Jesus himself. Jesus who was baptized by John. Even John questions it. He says, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? And Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. So why was Jesus baptized? Right? Jesus is God. Jesus is pure. Jesus is without sin. So why is he baptized? Well, for one, he's an example for all of us. Great, beautiful. But it goes much deeper than that. As we mentioned before, Jesus is establishing a new exodus. What does that mean? Well, he becomes a new Moses. Meaning, he is the one to now lead us out of our slavery. Right? If John the Baptist is preparing the way for the Lord, making his path straight, and if everyone is expecting this new and great event to happen, who is the one to lead it? It's Christ himself. Therefore, Jesus is the one to save us from the slavery of sin. He is the one that's going to make us free. So we're not bound by our base desires, the evilness of our hearts. But now he brings us up in his love and makes us his child, makes us his disciple. What does that mean for us today, since we were all probably baptized when we were children? It means we have to live our baptism. It's not just a one-time event. But living our baptism means living our faith. It means living what the gospel teaches, which is repentance, which is the good news the good news that Jesus brings. And if we are to live out our baptism, we have to look to the example of Christ, to look to his teaching, to be obedient to him, to be righteous, to be holy, to seek repentance always. And brothers and sisters, like I mentioned before, because of our baptisms, we are different. We are expected to be greater than everyone else. We are expected to lead other people through our example. The way to do that is 
by living out our baptism. So on this day, let us recall what God has done for us through his bringing of salvation to all of us and let him rain down his graces so that we may have the courage to live our baptismal vows all the days of our lives. Amen.